<clears throat> Step right up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hello? We have for you here on the silver screen, we are showing uh, what you would call motion picture. Yes, step uh, right up. Yes, you you too. You I too. You look like a happy the pair. The characters Trevin? that you come up with every time get, make me more and more concerned. Yeah, dude. I don't like the way he's gyrating his hips, Trevin. This really is making me quite upset. I don't know what a movie what is. Do you mean? This is. I'm just a showman. I'm trying to sell you on the concept of cinema. I don't <laughs> like cinema. what you're doing. Why yes. did you tell him to throw his ass in a circle? I, I didn't. I just, I figured if I threw my ass in a circle, it would stop him from gyrating his hips, but I didn't realize he was monkey see, monkey do. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I thought it would be better, but it's actually way worse. Uh, sorry, gang. Uh, Listen, young men, if you go to the motion picture, you have to deal with me and I will drop it okay. like it's hot. <laughs> oh my god, please do not. <laughs> I am asking you as a friend and a colleague, please do not. <laughs> oh, uh, you guys crack me up. This is my re this is resignation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I thought we retired on the last episode, but I guess this one's the one where we're actually retiring. We're, we're sunsetting the podcast. <laughs> Ending on a low note. <laughs> God, all right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Technicolor Trainwreck. Hell yeah. We have tonight with us the same usual chuckle fucks that are hanging out. It's myself, Ryan. You can find me at I am the narrator on Twitch. Wow, um, the, in the instant shameless plug. Holy shit. Wow, damn, hot damn. Hello, I am Tithus or Trevin. You can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv.com. God damn it, I fucked that up. But yeah, Titus on Twitch, you know, that shit. Mm -hmm. You can find me in the trash, baby. Fishboy here, and I am ready to record another podcast about things I don't understand. Let's Hell do it. yeah. Fuck so yes. You said chuckle fucks, and I want to throw this out immediately, considering the topic that we're going off of. Uh, we're, uh, Red and I were watching Lord of the Rings Extended Cut, and the OG chuckle fucks are Merry and Pippin. Of course they Absolutely. are. Absolutely. Even I know that. Uh, we, you can, you guys can go ahead and immediately throw this right off the bat that I have only seen the first Lord of the Rings. Um, it's not a personal thing. I actually do want to see the others. I just don't have a whole three-day weekend to dedicate to it all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly... That's fair. It's not something that I have time to do all the right. time. I do want to commend you for throwing yourself under the fucking bus like Look, that. Look, dude, I gotta be honest with you. If if, if I'm gonna get tossed off the balcony, I might as well do it myself. At least that way, no, I don't have to feel like anybody's betraying me. It's fine this way. It's okay. I betrayed myself when I didn't see all the movies. <laughs> You're a braver man than most for just outright going, yes, hello, I have a target painted on me. That's right. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? You can come eat my ass about it. And that is an invitation. 
oh my god oh he just no that's enough that's enough <laughs> i was like <laughs> you should have seen the lungs and, on him <laughs> oh and on that note ladies and gentlemen today's topic is movies and i don't know do you guys want to describe it as movies that define us kind of keeping with that trend make it a trilogy of like music games and now movies that define us fuck yeah let's do sure. it we'll, we'll, fuck right. it we'll do it live okay all, all right. right so i mean like we're all Millennials. There's no way around that. It's the unfortunate reality. We are millennials. Darn. Um, to those of you who are above the age of 40 that like hit the boomer category, I am so sorry. You're sorry. That you... <laughs> um, so, yes, we are millennials, which means we grew up with a slew of movies and animation and stuff, <laughs> stuff that baby. just impact our personalities and changed us to make us into the people that that we are today. Yeah. Um so so on this on this topic, I think the I think a great way to start off the conversation would be guys, what's your favorite movie? Oh, I got actually an answer for you. I uh, might <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. My favorite movie is actually Chronicle. If you guys have ever seen it, I love that, that movie. One. Holy shit, dude, that is an experience. It is a ride. I watched it twice, and both times I finished it, I was like, oh, I'm very tired. But man, it is a good fucking movie uh, for anybody who does not know. Tithus, do you know much about it, bud? Okay, Tyth- uh, Tythus. Tythus is a movie about being a dipshit. No, uh, <laughs> Chronicle that, is a that movie. That is accurate. <laughs> dipshit Simulator. Any. Anyway, um, <laughs> no. So uh, Chronicle is a movie about these kids who end up kind of they, they go to this party, right? And the main character is this this like uh, movie nerd. He likes to uh, record everything. He always carries a camera around, and there just happens to be like this alien crash lands near where they they're having this party, and uh, they go to investigate it, and the aliens sort of just like unlock the ability for like telekinesis within them and they can do all these crazy things and it's pretty much the story of these three kids sort of like figuring out what that means and it's pretty dark uh it's it's i really don't know how to describe it other than sort of like a thriller maybe it's it's kind go ahead for a second i thought you were describing animorphs no but that is very close <laughs> now now that you say that i'm like hmm, if this had taken an animal turn this might have been the same kind of deal <laughs> no i do love animorphs though i love alien like intervention with humans that makes them like i guess like cooler <laughs> anything that makes aliens alien, anything that have aliens make humans cooler is usually a, a movie for me but anyway, no, it's it's a pretty good watch. I highly recommend it to anybody. Uh, it's it's really it's really just a good movie. So yeah, go ahead. My favorite movie really depends on my fucking mood. Like I have a whole slew of them. Like, fucking mood. <laughs> uh, like Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, the the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes, Army of Darkness. Like it just really depends. Like I I love cinema and that shit. Just like. Depending on my mood, I'll want that certain comfort thing to watch. Like, I mean, like, Mm -hmm. last night was Lord of the Rings. Mmm. Okay, okay. So what about you then, Ryan? What you got? Jurassic Park. Okay. All right. Yes. Thank you for thank you for peaking my audio. Please don't do that again. (laughs) I hate you. It's Jurassic Park. It's always been Jurassic Park. I've owned Jurassic Park on several different formats. I've had it on VHS. I actually currently own a mint condition copy of it on VHS. Uh, I've had it on DVD. I've had it on uh, Laserdisc. I've had it on. Well, I currently own it on Blu-ray. I have it on 4K. 
um, and I have a digital copy of it, and I actually used to own uh, a small strip of film from it. Oh, Ooh. shit. Neat. I love Jurassic Park. It's my favorite movie. It's a f- It's got technical flaws. I mean, if you ever look, go back and look at Jurassic Park and ask someone to like point out issues with the movie, it's all like stupid stuff like lights, uh, like lights left on set and like puppeteers that you can that are very easily and visibly in frame. Well, but um, it is it's a great, fun, almost perfect adventure movie, and it's a perfect Spielberg movie, I think. Yeah, it is a movie that came out in what 94? That it is um, a movie. And I watched it as recently as a couple months ago, and it came, like I said, came out in '94, and still holds up. It looks great, sounds great, and just feels great, tastes great. Came out '93. '93. It's a perfect film. (laughs) So it's funny because, as some of you who are avid fans of us would know, uh, narrator. Our good friend Ryan here has a Discord of his own where he actually got to play it for us, and we got to take a watch, Indeed. and it was quite a little watch party. You know, I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and uh, that movie's fucking goofy as shit. <laughs> that was cool. the last time I watched that movie, yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. Don't get me wrong. I will always say Jurassic Park is a good movie. It is goofy as shit. Like, it is a very funny movie. There are, yes, of course, some scenes that are still very suspense, suspenseful, very serious, but a lot of that movie, butts. yeah, a lot of, movie, a lot of that movie is very funny such as just it is that's a lot of shit uh you know yeah, classic like, yeah classic it's, lines it, it's mostly just like classic lines from the one and only silver fox himself jeff goldblum <laughs> daddy oh that's true he is he is like comedic relief in that movie to like uh, a very high note now on the the topic of just like really good moments in a movie can we talk about movies that are super quotable like there are some movies out there that are exceptionally quotable and one of them in my opinion has got to be fucking monty python and the holy grail oh absolutely so I think that movie is actually very funny. It's really interesting because, um, you know, Ray's whole family enjoys Monty Python. I'd, I'd seen a couple of them, but I never saw the Holy Grail for the longest time. And I was like, I don't get it. And then I saw it once and I was like, I still don't get it. But man, I am quoting it a lot. And I guess it was pretty funny. <laughs> so it's an enjoyable it, film. It's a D&D campaign. It is it, a true, yes, d- literally. true D&D campaign where at the very end, the DM goes, you know what? Fuck it. I'm tired of bullshit. The police are called. You're all under arrest. <laughs> Dude. Yes. Oh, my God. Another one that I personally find to be really, really quotable is actually Blazing Saddles. Um, oh, I love oh, Blazing Saddles yes. for that. So Mel- <laughs> the best Mel Brooks film, I think, oh followed my God. closely by Young Frankenstein. So the reason that I even thought about that was because that movie also has a very what the fuck kind of ending. <laughs> um, I I always find it crazy when a movie sets up really hard for like a story and then it's just like, nah, I don't care anymore. And they just give up. <laughs> oh, my God. But no fucking Blazing Saddles. I, I might actually say I like more than Monty Python, but that's just from uh, a comedy standpoint. I love comedy. I love comedy. So the more funny a movie is, the better it is, in my opinion. So, I mean, hey. Amazing as Blazing Saddles is, and I fucking love that movie. I've watched that just a couple months ago as well. Uh, could not be made today. No, not, are you no. kidding me? Oh my god, the things they say in that movie. <laughs> yeah, like it, not only can it not be made today, like there's actually a large group of people that think that movie should be like that that have canceled that movie outright. And you know what? There's something to be said about that. I think you know that's pretty accurate there are a lot of movies out there that say and do things that are really i would say not okay there are parts of them that i would never recommend but i I mean as a whole i think the movie is enjoyable you know what i mean it's very problematic oh it's very problematic 
a lot of a lot of good media is uh you know has roots in just very problematic things so yes agreed but yeah especially things about fucking history his history history i'm sorry uh <laughs> but no uh yeah go on boys tell me more oh oh dear well, I guess on that topic, we should talk about Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We don't have to talk Tell about Star more. Wars unless someone eggs me uh, on. But quotable, we, we, we can get to there. But uh, quotable movies, I would say for me, is probably Army of Darkness. <sighs> Army of Darkness. I know that movie, but I've never seen it. Bruce Campbell. It, it, so it is the third installment in the Evil Dead trilogy, where Evil Dead 1, trying to be scary. Evil Dead 2, redoing Evil Dead, but realizing... It was campy as fuck and goofy as shit. So we're going to add a bit more comedy of it. And then Army of Darkness is completely off the rails. Monty Python style. Just comedy. Yes. <laughs> like, listen. Okay. All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. Wait, hold on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, some some images of this. I'm like, this looks really familiar. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ash from De- uh, from uh, Army of Darkness is in Dead by Daylight. Oh, really? He's also getting his own yeah, okay. game. They had us. St- yeah, and then oh. there's the TV series uh, Ash vs. the Great Evil series. Dead, which is continuation from Army of Darkness. Yeah, I it, see. Which is another Sam Raimi production. Army of Darkness is such I a see. good movie. Ash vs. the Evil Dead is terrific. Um, the remake of the Evil Dead, I think, is probably one of the, one of the better remakes of the last twenty years. I still have yet to watch it. Okay, it's not bad. Uh, it's definitely different than. What the, than the original Evil Dead, and not something for people who are fans of the original Evil Dead, but just from the perspective of a horror movie, it's fun. Mm. Like it's fine. It's not f- comedy. It's not. There's no camp. There's a little bit of campiness to it, but for the most part, it is. It's just a good horror movie. Yeah, and I and I know Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell both like were consultants. Yes, on it, and <laughs> they they greenlit it as well. Mm-hmm. But no, I was going to ask a question to you boys, which is, uh, do you have a favorite genre? Mm-hmm. When it comes to movie, like, when it comes to movies, what is your favorite, like, what kind of movie do you like to watch? I think it's pretty obvious I enjoy comedy, so what about you? Ryan still needs to say his quotable movie. Oh, that's fair. Oh, shit, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. That's go okay, ahead. that's okay. Um, I think my quotable movie is either Jurassic Park or it's, I think more realistically, probably the entire Back to the Future series. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good fucking that's series, too. That's a good too, one, though. that is... I- God, those are such great movies. Like I, like, yeah, I always find myself like in a situation. Anytime I see like a DeLorean on the road, or like I'm talking to somebody, oh like, my God, dude, I have never seen a DeLorean on the road. Tell me more. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen one. I've seen a couple. There's a couple of guys in uh, my parents' hometown that have one. There's a couple of guys near me that have one. There's actually uh, a dealer in Ontario, a guy who restores them. So there's a few uh that float around even i like when i was in my early 20s and i had the disposable income for it i almost bought one when they were cheap so oh, wow yeah i got Jesus, really okay. really close to buying one it was about 14 grand um, oh my God. yeah and i elected <laughs> against it uh and instead bought uh, uh that's a whole a whole different story that i'll get into another day i told i've talked <laughs> about it on stream where i ended up buying uh, a car that cost me a ton of money and i had to trade it in and it was just a train wreck. Oh, really bad dealer oh experience God. The car I was supposed to buy was a DeLorean. I never told anybody that, so. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And my parents talked me out of it because uh, it's, well, well think, about, think about it like this. It's a American car built in Ireland, Northern Ireland, during the um, during the NRA takeover. Uh, right. Or the IRA takeover um, with French parts. 
it's just right it, it, it's a mess it's a mess it's just from what i've come to understand it's an electrical nightmare so if you get one under 20 grand it's going to be a disaster and plus you know you but Go when i get to the getting to the point i see one and i'll like i'll be driving in the car and be like doc are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a delorean <laughs> yeah of course i mean we uh, like if you're gonna build a time machine why not do it with some style like oh i just God. Ah, yeah I love it i love it it's a style it's <laughs> i don't know i think the fucking delorean and you know, all things considered it's very unique and very in a lot of really cool ways but this is not a car episode boy that's for the future we did talk uh, about cars at some point so i know i know i'm not letting you forget <sighs> that okay all right cool uh <laughs> point is no yes back to the future is a amazing series boys girls anybody who's out there please check it out if you have not because that shit is so fun and it is so good uh i don't know what wh- i was gonna say i don't know which one's the best but i don't think that's really a discussion for me to talk about that's a whole conversation uh, on its own oh yeah for sure uh, a lot of people are in very different camps about that one mm-hmm. uh but uh but no um fuck when it comes to like movies as far as like the genre goes i i don't know what do you what 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 are you boys interested in like what what kind of movie will grab your attention trev why don't you go first is it like yeah i i love a good story like i i watch so many different genres like there's suspense movies that i love there's action there's fantasy it's just if the story is engaging then I genuinely enjoy it. Like a movie that people won't um, like think that I really enjoy or like some war movies like Saving Private Ryan. Great, great I do movie. enjoy Saving Private Ryan. Great, like, Private great fucking film. I'm not normally a war film kind of fan. Neither. What was that one that came out? Like I, I'm blanking on it. Um, Ooh, a couple um, of years ago with Tom Hardy and uh, with Tom Hardy. It, was anybody else in the movie or just Tom, just Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, uh, Killian, Murphy, uh, what's the Dunkirk? There we go. Oh, Dunkirk. That's a, that's that a was the one. Oh. I watched that in theaters twice because just the audio alone, seeing that on the big screen, was just mind blowing. Yes, the sound so... design of that movie is amazing. The slow buildup of planes flying into the beach, unreal. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about it right i do really like leonardo dicaprio as a fucking actor i think he's a fantastic young man uh i really enjoy a movie that he did that i did not think i would like to be completely honest and it it took a minute to grip me but it was a really good movie and that was the 2013 i think it's 2013 remake of uh the great gatsby i fucking loved that movie and i it was one of those things where the ending because i don't know i can i spoil the ending to a movie that came out based on a book that came out over 100 years ago yeah that's fine (laughs) go right ahead okay so the ending of that movie is fucking buck wild like literally it the way it plays out at the end is so genuinely fucked i remember sitting there speechless in my chair like what the fuck just happened? I remember because <laughs> I watched it on a ship and I remember like going down to like talk to my crew because I had to, you know, I, I was, you know, I had to go back to work and I'm sitting there just silent and the guys are like, fish, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I just watched some crazy fucked up shit. You want to talk about it? And I was like, and they're like, not really. <laughs> and I'm like, but no, 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 hold on a second. Let me tell you all about what happened in this movie. And they're just like, okay. <laughs> and I, I just had a fucking great time with that movie. The characters were likable and enjoyable and they were hateable in all the best ways. Everybody was a good actor. Everybody really played the roles right. And it just was, it was a fucking good movie. 
and I just love that. Um, and you know, I, I don't know, boys. When it comes to genres, I mean, it, we all have a favorite, but like, like you know, uh, Trevor, you said you know you weren't into war movies, but you enjoyed uh, Saving Private Ryan. You know, like, yeah. is there, you know. I'm, I'm not going to ask this question. We can save this for the next one, but I was just going to say, you know, is there a movie that's like really transcends genres for like something you didn't think you were going to like, but you know, something you actually found yourself really enjoying? Uh, again, that's a question for later. Ryan, go ahead and answer your question now. Well, I was going to say with the genre, I mean, I, yeah. I bounce What's between either, I bounce between horror and action. Like, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm a fan of a good narrative. I love a good narrative. Um, <laughs> I mean, like looking, I'm looking over at my Blu-ray collection right now and like my movie collection and like, I've got so much, just so many things. Um, sure. And it, it bounces around. Like some of them are really good. I know I've got a few that are absolutely terrible. Um, but I have them for nostalgic reasons. I mean, I have the sure. entire Jackass series. Don't even the, oh, oh my God, dude. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Like the, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> fine for what they are. Like. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I, I love a good, I, I look at it and I love a good horror movie and I love a good action movie. So I mm-hmm. think those are the two genres that I think about the most. Like, I love sitting, sitting back and relaxing to like, like one of the movies I put on to relax, believe it or not, is Aliens, which is just space Vietnam. But like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like also Jesus like it, it's got some of the horror aspects of the original Alien movie. But, like, if I want to sit back and actually, like, take in a movie, I always pick from those two genres normally if I just want something that's not going to be, um, like, if I'm, I'm not settling in and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't want to think, you know? Like, I just want to watch something that's well, fun. Sure. So I always go to those two and genres. It's... You'd think it'd be sci-fi, but I... Of course, like, knowing you. I've, like, I, wa- I watch a lot of science fiction. Sure. Um... And I do absolutely adore science fiction, but a lot of science fiction requires you to think. And I mean, as much as I love to think about the movie, if I just want to shut my brain off, I find I watch a lot of action and a lot of horror. So, comedy for me if I want to shut my brain off, oh, like absolutely. Shaun of the Dead and shit. Like, I was about to say that because uh, a couple days ago in our our Discord community, I happened to stream Shaun of the Dead because that is a classic. To be completely honest, I I love comedy i'm not a big fan of horror i was always Mm -hmm. taught you know that by my by my parents anyway you know you're paying to go see a movie you should be entertained you know and if you're not entertained by something that's scary then don't go see a scary movie don't don't go see those kinds of things that's completely fair and uh yeah, and my thing was always just like, well, comedy always makes me entertained, so fuck, I'll go see that. So, you know, I love horror comedies. I think those are a really interesting genre. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, Zombieland, those kinds of movies are just, I really enjoy them. I think they're oh, yeah. very ironically funny. <laughs> um they're just they're just they're a wealth of jokes i mean for fuck's sake uh <laughs> who is that fucking uh why is my brain blinking on who he is bill murray in fucking Shaun of the dead no, or not Shaun of the, uh zombie land or so no, fucking oh, funny bill murray i said bill nye bill nye is in Shaun of the dead is he yeah he plays the stepdad bill nye bill nye yes nye yes not bill nye the science guy bill nye no no Okay, you had me over here thinking that I just missed out on the greatest cameo of all fucking time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Bill no. Murray and Zombieland, best cameo. Yeah, oh, yeah. just like fucking. Is, do, is there anything in your life you regret? Uh, voice acting Garfield, yes, I think. I was just about to say, <laughs> that's probably one of the best one-liners in any movie. It's just right there. <laughs> oh, my Garfield. God. 
and the Chris Pratt syndrome. Oh, no. Um, oh, my God. Well, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. But, no, I love, like, horror comedies. I think those shits are so fucking funny. And I love, like, parody movies. I know that might sound really stupid. I, I guess I'm very pedestrian as a person. I just really enjoy, like, scary movie. I, I like these things that I can sit down and just laugh at, you know? It doesn't have to be an amazing plot. But if the story is not, you know, centered around, you know, comedy, I do obviously want a good story. But if it if it's, you know, story second, jokes first, then the jokes better be on fucking point, boy, you know? If you love and, horror and, comedy, you need to check out Army of Darkness for sure. Okay, I will. I will. I will check it Another out. Another really, really, really great one, and it flies under the radar for a lot of people. Tucker and Dale versus. Oh my fucking so, god! Yeah. Hell yes, fucking um, Alan Tudyk. Yes, I love him so much. Jesus Christ! I I know about this movie. I have not actually. F- I've seen scenes of it, but I've never seen it the whole movie. It is on Netflix. It is oh, so easy to go. get a hold of. It is so good. It is terrific. So okay. dumb perfect i because fuck who is this guy i i know him i remember from dodgeball who is this guy he fucking makes me laugh every time i fucking see him uh is he's a pirate. pirate yeah, yeah. that's yes. alan tudyk yeah alan tudyk. okay is that alan? okay 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 yeah I, he fucking makes me laugh every time i see him do a comedy role he is a funny man i just love an interview that you see of him like it's him in moana because he played hey hey the chicken in moana that's and right it just oh, shows him Christ. making chicken noises and then he pans to the camera and goes I went to Juilliard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my fucking god, dude. Uh, but my next question for you lads is what is the most obscure movie that you own? Ooh, that, that I you own? fucking love. That I love. Oh, that you that love. I own That's and a love. All right, let me roll over to my cabinet. Give me a second here, boys. Uh, Ryan, because mine would be Risk Cutters a Love Story, which Ooh. is a super dark comedy. That sounds dark. That's just it's just a lot of fun good it had fun music and um the themes like i watched it back when it came out in like 2008 it came out in 2007 2008 but it was right after i graduated high school and i remember watching it just falling in love with it and uh ended up picking it up on dvd a few years back oh fair play okay uh so i'm actually um it has to be a movie that i love because I do have vamp, I have Abraham Lincoln, a vampire hunter, on my shelf here. So I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I like that. I don't even know where this came from. This is not mine. <laughs> Does that count though? It's a Pokemon movie. I have a Pokemon movie on the shelf, and it's Pokemon Forever. It's the fourth movie I watched nice. it probably about six billion times, and it is not good. So, uh, not, Digimon movie is another one that I own that I fucking love. Oh, I do love movie. that movie too. I, oh, great movie! I, Hold on, what? I love it. I love. I love the Digimon movie. It's just like you, I have the Yu-Gi-Oh what? movie as well, and it's terrible. But so, like, I love oh my it. god! Fun fact about the Digimon movie: the American one that is we're so bad. All referencing, it's bad, but it's so good. But it's actually two movies spliced it's together. It's yes. three movies. Yes. Yes, it is three movies spliced together, and it's just like. There's three different Japanese Digimon movies spliced into one with that terrible cold open with that oh weird God, yes. animation like Amanda something or whatever. It, it, it's so bad. It's, the soundtrack to that movie is is nineties literally, dude. Okay, so I ha- I'm sorry to cut you off, but I actually own the soundtrack to that movie because I'm a I huge dork. It is literally fucking Kids in America. It is fucking uh, yep. All Star. It is just like uh, Funk Soul Brother. It is literally just like a nineties playlist of some of the shittiest <laughs> songs. <laughs> it is so good though. I love it. I love it to pieces, and I love that movie. 
Oh my god. Yeah. That, and then it's a fire movie. Go ahead. Uh, it's a fire Don't. soundtrack at least. <laughs> Somebody got fired, that's for sure. Uh, uh, anyway, man. okay. If I remember like I dragged my stepdad to that movie and he oh my god. still has not forgiven me for this. <laughs> Dude, and then the first 15 minutes i'm sorry but like yeah. the first 15 minutes i would be upset too if my my child brought me to the movie theater and i had to see angela anaconda turn into angela anaconda there Ange- we go. An- whatever the fuck her name is yeah. and and you get it but my stepdad bribed me to like do my chores he goes if you do your chores in a timely fashion i'll we'll do whatever you want we'll go see whatever movie you want he regretted oh, that decision mon so, frere Back in like 2008, 2009, after I graduated, I rewatched the Power Ranger movie. Oh, yeah. And okay. hated my life. So I called my mother. I'm like, hey, I need to apologize to you for putting <laughs> oh you through that movie because it was so fucking bad. I rewatched it and hated every fucking moment of it. It got worse the longer it went on. She goes, yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> oh, Are you going to no. apologize to dad about the Digimon movie? Fuck no, no. that movie's great. And I hung no. up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So in the same vein, now you got me thinking, um, what do you guys think about fucking a goofy movie? Classic. Yeah, that's a that's absolute a classic. classic. Of course it is. I'm just saying, do, they, do you guys have any like feelings about it? I want I come I find myself coming back to it. I'm still waiting for that Powerline album to drop. Oh, my yes. fucking God. Please, please. Powerline. It's been 20 plus years. Please. Uh, I, I just happen to, to love that shit. And I, I watch it back every now and then because I just I just enjoy that movie. I didn't know if you boys, you know, had any like fond memories of it or anything. Just in the vein of like children's movies, movies that were really good. I remember watching it on the Family Channel. Oh, wow. Um, the Family Channel. Yeah, uh, Jesus. I, like that's where I would. That's where I watched it. It was like like Canada's equivalent. We well, I guess you guys had it, too. So. Yeah, but it was like, like ABC a, Family or something. Disney Channel. So like, ah, okay. Yeah, and gotcha. I used to watch it there. I watched it there, and I was like in its entirety, and I just I loved it so much. My parents bought it for me on VHS. Oh wow, classic. Oh dude. <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to think now because there's there was a lot of movies that like my parents as a kid. My parents would be like, "Hey, you probably will like this movie," and then they'll just get it for me, and I'm like, "Thanks, I hate it." <laughs> there's a not lot of- my mom taking me to go see Spawn, thinking it was like Batman. Spawn? Yep. <laughs> no I fucking way. Like I seven. I tried watching Spawn. I was like, "What the fuck?" And we went and saw Spawn. Oh god, and, dude. Uh, whoops, a doodle. That's just scary as fuck, dude. Lol. Yeah, dude. LOL. <laughs> you live, you learn, kid. Don't worry. Uh, you know, just being scarred makes you normal. Enjoy this fucking life-threatening, well, at least mentally life-threatening uh, product. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I really hated the fucking... I, I love the acting, but I do not like the clown from Spawn. I'm sorry. Um, like Nobody does. John. Yeah, that's the problem. John Linguizamo is really good in that movie. However uh really scary <laughs> but it's like he's supposed to be scary so it's fine i guess i don't know it's whatever um on the topic of the obscure movies i um yeah what you got i've got a couple um it doesn't sure, have sure. to be specifically ones you love because like i've got a lot of obscure movies no. yeah, dude. <laughs> i got a couple of those i, I, I want to hear your just obscure movies at this all right. point oh, so settle settle in put your seatbelts on all right i've got at least i've got five. my I've got my my fucking fireball. I'm ready to go. All right. Oh no. Uh, so on the darkest end of the spectrum, I own a movie called a Serbian film. Oh. Oh no. Yes. Oh no. I own it. I've never watched. So it. what is it? I had Do- to order it. Oh. I I had to order it specifically, and it had to get shipped to Canada. It's it's considered to be one of the most sinister films ever made. 
Worse than like Human Centipede and shit? Oh, way worse. So next on the list is another obscure film. Uh, it was an art piece that was done. It is a movie mm. called Rubber. Uh, oh, the tire movie? It's the tire movie. Yes, about the sentient oh, dude. tire. I am not familiar with this. Oh movie. my god, it's right in line with like... Yeah, it's it's almost in line with like uh like fucking teeth, I guess is another I know one. That one. Uh, hobo with a shotgun. Hobo with a shotgun just like goofy as Yeah, it's just a goofy movie. Not not the goofy movie. <laughs> a goofy movie. <laughs> it's um, a sequel. <laughs> it's a sequel. It's the long awaited sequel. Oh my um, god. No, it's it's about a tire that becomes sentient and has like psychokinetic powers. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a weird, weird movie, and it's got I, I, I can't explain it. It's something that needs to be experienced. It's so oh, yeah. dumb, but like I actually really like it. Do you? Okay. All right. That's fair. I own. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the genre giallo. No. Uh, giallo is Italian horror. Right. Um, yeah. It's has a heavy emphasis on color, and on. Uh, Heavy emphasis on color, heavy emphasis on music, and the way they're shot generally, it's just, they're, like, considered sort of, like, the modern, uh, like, the the forefather to, like, modern, like, gore movies. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I own uh, one of the one of the best movies in that genre. Uh, it's called um, Suspiria by okay. Dario Argento. I think I've heard that name. Yeah, they did I'm a not. remake of it recently. Um, and Isn't that like a Criterion Collection movie? It is, yes. It's a brilliant movie. Um, it's part of a th- whole trilogy of, uh, called the Mother of Tears trilogy um, by Dario Argento. He's a really confusing man, but <laughs> okay. This, but Suspiria is very good. And then the last one that I own that I think is probably the weirdest thing that I own. I'm I'm noticing a trend that all of them are horror movies except for this one. Okay. Um. Do you guys remember the Nicolas Cage movie, Gone in 60 Seconds? I do. I've, I've never seen it, but I know of it. I have the original. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All um, right. The original one directed by Toby Hallecky. Um, okay. I'm not, I can't talk about it for too long. You can't say the name of the car. Otherwise, uh, a copyright infringement can hit us. Oh, Because the, the lady fuck? who owns the rights to the movie um, technically owns the rights to the name Eleanor there i've said it but like uh what really yeah so like if you have let's actually I'll use an example there's a youtube channel that does car builds and things like that and they were building on the chassis of a modern like a more modern mustang they were building a replica of a shelby gt500 and they okay. called it eleanor and then the lawyers mm. of the estate of toby Halicky, which is run by uh, the woman uh who was his ex-wife uh came sued them took the car, took down all their videos, and took all the money they made from the videos. Wow. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Um, in order to film the remake, they had to get special rights to use the name Eleanor, and they had to change the car, which is why it's not the same car as it is in the original. In the original, it's a 1972 Mustang Mach 1 Fastback, whereas in the remake, it's a Shelby GT500. Um, yeah, it's it's just a wild it's a wild story but the original movie was filmed almost in guerrilla style so uh it's like a b movie it's a generic b movie but the car chase sequences are all real interesting okay okay like everything that's done is done by the director um and i think it's probably one of the most unique movies i own because there's a whole scene in it where he gets into a very serious car accident near the end and it nearly kills him um 
And when he came to, he just got back and continued to drive and continue filming it. There's a scene where he drives on a sidewalk. They didn't get a permit to drive on the sidewalk. So everyone running out of the way of the car are not actors. They're civilians. Oh, no. Hey, yeah, that seems mildly problematic, dude. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's such a bad movie, but like it's also so much fun if you know the story behind it. Yeah, that's I mean, well, that's interesting, right? Like if a if a movie has lore, you definitely are more invested in like the movie, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of movies out there like that. I'm try I'm like I'm drawing a blank for sure right now. Uh but you know, just like movies out there that have like this like hidden backstory to them that uh that are really especially like movies that are like based on like real events. I always oh, find yeah. those to be really interesting. Um I don't know. <laughs> No, I was gonna I say agree, a movie, I but like I don't think I don't think that counts because I was gonna say like the Titanic, but like that doesn't really count. Uh, uh, that counts enough. It's fine. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Another great DiCaprio film, man. What about you, Fish? What are your? What are my? Obscures. Uh, I thought it was uh, fucking the Abraham one, but okay. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, okay. I do have to say, there's a movie that I do actually enjoy on my shelf called. Um, it did actually just recently come out. I don't know whether or not it is technically obscure, but it's called Mid '90s, and it's a movie about skating, and it was directed by um, uh, Jonah Hill. It's very good. It's a oh. it's a very good like uh, coming of age kind of movie. It's it's just really good, and it's very. I don't know how to say it other than like down to earth does that make sense it's not it doesn't try too hard to be anything extra it is just a movie about a kid and his relationship with his friends uh who all just skate it's it's a really good movie um i i highly recommend it and i i feel like you could say that it's a uh, an obscure movie because when you open up the box there's not even a little like piece of paper inside that says that this anything about the movie it doesn't have a secondary disc or anything it's just it's just a disc in a little plastic box um I enjoy it though. It's a good movie. I highly recommend it. I I love, I don't know. I, I love movies that just tell a good fucking story too. I guess I don't Hell know. Yes, I'm yeah. real fucking basic. What do you want from me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah well. You talk about movies with backstory. Um, that is pretty much any Edgar Wright film, and that's why he's probably one of my favorite directors. Is just how he puts together his movies. For example, uh, Baby Driver. I fucking love how he did that because nothing in that movie happens without the beat of music. Guns don't go off unless it's to the beat of the music. The engine's revving and shit like that. Uh, The colors and just like the cinematography of that film alone is fucking phenomenal. Absolutely. It's funny you say that because I took a look at, you know, some Edgar Wright films here while I'm, you know, while you're talking. Uh, I did not realize Shaun of the Dead is one. Also, you know, Scott yes. Pilgrim, another one. I was like, these movies all do kind of feel the same, but not quite. And that explains a lot, actually. So that's cool. Did you know that Shaun of the Dead is the first part of a trilogy? Uh, No. Do they all feature the Cornetto the trilogy? The Cornetto trilogy. They also do they all feature Ed Frost and, and the gang? Yep. Nick Frost. Or Nick Frost. Nick Frost? I thought it was Ed Frost. No. Ed is the character he plays in Sean. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> and then uh Martin Freeman is in all three. Uh yeah, it's Jesus. Uh Bill Nye. Bill Nye. <laughs> yeah, he's in all three as well, I think, right? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. Oh my god. The three movies are Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, and End of the World. Or World's End. Yeah, World's, World's End. End, yeah. Okay, wait, I've... okay, this yeah, this makes a lot more sense. I was going to say, I think Bill Nye's best role in that whole series. I, everyone immediately would jump at uh, at uh, Sean's father. But no, I think it's the uh, the police commander in Hot Fuzz. Yep. I love that. him Between him and Martin Freeman, so good. 
I didn't realize this was part of a trilogy. I only ever saw the first one. I got so scared because I was talking to Ray about this uh, earlier today. I um, my dad had a real fucking bad habit of like he loved to scare the shit out of me. He would he loved scary stuff, so he would go and he'd he'd get movies like The Ring or The Grudge or whatever the fuck, and he'd he'd play them for me. He'd be like, "Hey, I got a movie for you. Come check this out." And meet my little dumb shit fucking stupid ass kid <laughs> brain would go, "Okay, Dad," and I'd sit down and he'd be like, "Now get ready, son, because you're gonna." like this and i'm like okay and then next thing i know people are getting disemboweled and i'm like i hate it here and it, <laughs> it was you know he showed me Shaun of the dead and that shit scared the fuck out of me as a child and i i it was really fucking awful because my mom loves fiction and she loves all that stuff so she's able to just sort of like break down why it shouldn't be scary to me and why it's not real and stuff like that but my brain man there are so many fucking movies that i i still am like kind of afraid of like it it is fucking goofy as shit actually i I fucking love the new. Oh, I haven't seen the new one, but I have seen the old oh, one. So good. It's basically I'm, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, I'm so desensitized to horror that like not a lot of horror movies scare me anymore. But sure, when I saw the first it in theaters, it part one, the scene in the basement, I always the garage, the basement or the garage? No, the basement, the basement, the where okay the, with the whole, all the water and like Pennywise mm. just, oh, just sure. goes running at the stairs. I have never been more frightened in a movie in my life. So it was the garage scene that got oh, me. Oh, mine is the shower scene where the kid is just taking a shower because it was like he is in a room that pretty much has no entrance and somehow the shower drain opens up and uh, Pennywise comes out. I'm like, there's no escape. There's no way to get around him. He's here. He's always going to follow you no matter what. You're never safe. That is when like yep. my brain was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to be scared for the rest of my life. Cool. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I should not have seen that as a child. <laughs> I was a very scared child, though, so, you know, there's something to be said about that. Uh, I was not a fan of horror movies. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fair. That's fair. Dude. I'm more of a fan of horror games than horror movies. So, it's funny you say that, because I actually love horror games, too, and I think the reason why is because I can do something about it. Do you know what I mean? I can I can mm -hmm. make my own yeah. decisions. I like that. But that's neither here nor there. So, anyway, uh, what do you guys think of movies like... Uh, I was gonna say Super Troopers because I actually really enjoy Super Troopers. Oh, like stoner comedy stuff. Tastes like <laughs> There's a lot of that's another very quotable movie. I love that shit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm not a big fan of stoner movies normally, sure. but Super Troopers. Uh -huh. Holy fuck! I fucking that that's a great film. Yes, it's not great. It, it's again problematic, but funny as shit. Well, sure, dude. I mean, you have other. I, I mean, I don't know. When it comes to stoner movies, I didn't think it was a stoner movie, but I guess it it kind of is. Uh, the only other stoner movie I think I've ever seen was Pineapple Express, and I love that shit. So whatever. Pineapple Express is funny to me. You don't have to like it. <laughs> No, Pineapple Express definitely has its spot in cinema history. It's one of the one of the <laughs> yeah. funnier like stoner comedies. There's a lot of good. There's a lot of good ones like Dude, Where's My Car is a classic. Oh my god, dude! I would almost consider Bill and Ted a stoner film. It is absolutely. It's like <laughs> yeah, the Pioneer stoner dude. film. <laughs> like the actual the Pioneer stoner film is still Cheech and Chong, but oh, of course. Yeah, but Bill and Ted definitely is like it. It straddles a line between just like like a like a regular comedy and a stoner comedy. Like yeah, so. Um, 
I do have something to say about Pineapple Express. When I was in high school, I had a, uh, a, a Photoshop class that I was taking, and uh, we had to partner up, and the whole objective of the class was to Photoshop our teacher's face into a movie scene, and uh, the winner got pizza, and me and my partner managed to, to, uh, to do a very, very convincing one of our teacher being in the front seat as James Franco driving the car screaming with uh, fucking Seth Rogen in the back seat. That is very, very good. I will put it on the Reddit because it is uh, it is fucking awesome and it's very funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I just had to bring that up because I love telling that story. It is it's just it's very goddamn funny. But anyway, that's that's the end of the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, boys, when it comes to movies, like tell me more. Just tell me more. Like, I don't know what to say. I, I enjoy a good movie, but not as much as you guys. So, you know, what kind of everyone has that one scary movie that that like really stuck with them, that, like scared them way more than it should have. Oh, yeah. Um, I know that mine and I, I, I'm ashamed to say this was um, Critters. Critters? Really? Yeah, that was the one that just stuck with me for years that just scared the shit out of me. Really? Okay, I've never seen Critters. I'm looking at it now. I've never seen this before. What the fuck is this? Critters is great, but like crit- Critters is... I, I would put it almost like on the same... In the same category as like Leprechaun. It's goofy horror. Yeah, is exactly. It? Which so, I get why it's scary because I mean it, it says like those critters are not not scary like they're 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 definitely creepy yeah well as a kid like you know you don't know any different you know that shit might as well be real yeah <laughs> so, exactly i mean i don't know because like this honestly looks a lot like uh gremlins to be to be yeah. completely honest there's something gremlins about is so good yeah there's something to be said about like 80s movies uh that just like obviously they didn't have access to a lot of like cgi and stuff like that so there was a lot of puppets i get that but a lot of those puppets are really fucking scary bro like yes. what is the- 80s horror is primo horror oh my god i'm, I'm gonna say Shit. That. some of 80s fantasy is is primo horror <laughs> uh i'll be honest i with mean you. did you see david bowie's package in labyrinth fuck who didn't Star see it show. it's like literally <laughs> on display the whole movie jesus christ uh but no i was gonna say like the never-ending story scared me there were a lot of scenes in the never-ending story that really just kind of fucking freaked me out uh of course artax you know in the swamp i'm not gonna get into it but artax in the swamp man that lives in my heart i hate that shit oh yeah that's that's a hard one to watch yeah but like even that movie like had scenes where i'm like i don't know what's happening and i am scared uh <laughs> but you know like i said i was a pretty fucking wimpy child so there's that i mean were you guys particularly like scared of stuff as a kid or or is that just a me thing it's okay if it's just me no no i i got like i know for myself like i slowly got desensitized over but like i grew up in a household of like mm-hmm. of movie love uh, well my dad i grew up with my dad my dad was a movie lover my dad grew up loving horror movies and sure. he grew up in the 80s so like um like 80s horror was what i got introduced to and to build on what trevin was saying 80s horror is fucking phenomenal like you yeah. have friday the 13th <laughs> children of the corn sure, you have sure. christine nightmare on elm street um, you have Hellraiser, you have The Thing, you have Poltergeist, Sleepaway Camp, the list keeps going on, like The mm-hmm. Shining. Oh my god, The Shining, don't even, I, that movie, I'm really glad I saw it as an adult, I, because mm-hmm. that movie was, there's a lot to unpack in that movie, and I'm really happy that I got to see it as an adult, because if I was a kid, I wouldn't want to see it, I would be too fucking scared, you know? 
there's a yeah. lot of uneasiness in that movie that really just makes me even to this day sort of like uh, you know i love the shining and the last time i watched it was about two years ago right before halloween and i watched it in one of the most haunted buildings in this town oh, really yeah uh so that that building is the wendy williamson auditorium over at uaa campus and um i've done like t- tours of it and heard the stories and it's just like again one of the most haunted buildings and you can look this up and we watched the shining in there and oh man what a what a feeling wow, oh, dude. That, like the shining on its own already is a absolutely horrifying yeah. movie it's very unnerving like it that's and that's the beauty of it i think and i think for all like i don't know if you guys have ever read the book the I book have. Is, the book is so different because, mm-hmm. it, like, like uh, Kubrick was like, I'm going to take the plot of The Shining and just go fucking off and do what I want with it because Kubrick's yeah. a control freak. Yeah. Um, but, like, the atmosphere he builds, he makes you feel claustrophobic from the moment oh, yeah. you step into the overlook to the moment you leave. Yeah, dude. And it's crazy, too, because, uh, you know, this is not an episode about The Shining, but we could go on forever. Um, there's, There's... Uh, you know this understanding that this hotel is massive and yet every hallway feels long uninviting very claustrophobic and i i might be wrong it's been a minute since i saw the movie but i could have sworn that like when they're just like existing in these tight spaces there's almost like this high-pitched like sensation where you're like it's almost like an auditory thing of like your brain being like you're uncomfortable this doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right you know it's 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 just doesn't feel right and i think that's what really makes the movie so amazingly unnerving it's just that there's like no matter what every time that you get a chance you are subconsciously absorbing a media that a medium that is making you feel uncomfortable and uh you know oh yeah and And one of the best parts about it too sorry i don't mean to interrupt one of the best parts about it too um is that when when Kubrick was filming it, he intentionally filmed the inside of the hotel mm-hmm. to be to make no like to make no sense. Right, it's just a labyrinth. Like, it's just a labyrinth. It's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to feel like a maze. So mm-hmm. like the the more you move around in the hotel, like the hallways are not supposed to make sense based on the design of the hotel. Right, and so uh, you feel more claustrophobic because you're lost constantly. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Uh, there was a lot of really fucking weird scenes in that movie too. Now that I'm thinking about, it. of course, we've got the 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 chills, the twins standing at the end of the hallway. But like, the ending of that movie is fucking weird. When you know he's uh, he's uh, oh, it, I'm not. I don't want to spoil the movie. It's been a while, but still, you're gonna spoil a movie that came out in the 70s. I know, but still, uh, you know the scene, well, the 1980. last came out in the 1980. La- 1980. Yeah. Oh, 1980. Oh, I thought it was. Get it right, you fool. Uh, <laughs> no. Hey, 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 fish. Eat my entire ass. Is that an invitation or a threat? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, but like, just like the ending scenes of Jack Nicholson in that movie are very, almost like, what the fuck? You know, like, mm-hmm. even when things are resolved, you don't feel satisfied in like uh you feel satisfied they're like okay you've, you've experienced the movie but you don't feel satisfied in a way that's like oh that was a good ending you know like you're just like huh what no what you know because mm-hmm. it's like this, this whole time he's having these hallucinations and at the very end he's in the picture with the people having the hallucinations it is so fucking bizarre i don't get it dude i just don't get it um but you know i have a question for you boys this actually is a good topic to derail on is there a movie that you've watched that has just been like the ending was just so fucking unbelievably unsatisfying just a movie that you saw and you're like wow i hated that ending that was bad 
because I have one and it's kind of a low bra- low hanging fruit, I guess. It's a low branch. Um, the Silent Hill one movie was fucking bad. It was a bad movie. I'm sorry. I love Silent Hill and you know maybe that I said have a high expectations for it, but the ending of that movie sucks. Yeah, I I didn't mind it. I didn't mind those movies. Like, no, no were... okay, no, the movie is fine. The ending, the ending isn't like satisfying. She, the mom's just dead. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? She made a deal with Satan and then died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the fuck, bro? I can't. But no, do you boys have a movie where you just like came out and you're thinking, well, that fucking sucked? Uh, like, talk like movies that fall flat at the ending. Yeah. Dune. Dude, a little bit. Yeah, bitch. I can. I totally get where you're hey, coming from. Hey, bitch, I'm going to come like, over there and fight you. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I loved the movie. As I, know I said did. in the first episode, but just the ending fell flat. And as we spoke about it, it just felt unfinished. Well, fuck. I have a weird feeling about that, too, that it's going to be one of those movie series that you're going to need to watch back to back. Like, yeah, like, you know, take no breaks between them. Finish the movie. Move on to the next one. No breaks. Kinda like keep going. Uh. Infinity War, uh, Avengers Infinity War is another one that just falls flat on that cliffhanger. It's just a flat, cold cut. It's just, sure. that's it. I suppose that's a that's a bad habit of fucking movies that are, you know, um, that, that are sequels or uh, not sequels, but like a, a instance in a series. Once you know? you're, ones that you're supposed to watch back to back, mm-hmm. like you're supposed to go, all right, next movie. Yeah. And there's something to be said when a movie is a part of a series and also wraps up, you know, satisfyingly. So, but yeah, no, do you, anybody else or Ryan, I guess, do you have any, any movie that you just are like that fell flat? Wow. The only one that's coming to mind, like part of me wanted to say Watchmen, because initially when I watched the original Watchmen, I felt it was a little anticlimactic. Plus I'm a big fan of the graphic novel, but once Mm -hmm. I watched the director's cut, I realized that's a false accusation. It's a good, it's a great movie, but (laughs) I immediately, what comes to mind is signs. The ending of Signs. I never watched Signs. it. Okay I, okay, I won't spoil it. Yeah. I just know that they... He, his whole big thing... A twist! And yes. the twist isn't always... Good. That okay. satisfying. Like, yeah. I still have never seen The Sixth Sense. Oh, The Sixth Sense is I, terrific. I haven't seen it either, but I know enough about it to be able to talk about it. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, no, Signs definitely. I have to say, I was another movie. My dad was like, let's watch this. You'll enjoy it. And he, fucking Christ, it doesn't matter. But uh, I will always have fear of that scene, Ryan. You probably know exactly what I'm talking about, where they're boarding up the house and the dogs bark and they just go, we got everybody in here. And they go, Isabel's still outside. And then suddenly the dog starts stops barking. That shit scared the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Signs actually is a really freaky and unsettling movie, and that's why yeah. I thought the ending was so poor. It's just you see the alien for the first time, and like I won't spoil it to uh, Trevor. Do you have any? In- uh, Trev, do you have any intention? Trevor. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> hey, Trevor. <laughs> so, I was gonna say Trev. Thirty-two years. I'm used to it. Yeah. That's oh fair. my god. <laughs> um. So at the end of the movie, it's like. The aliens are like in the house. You see it really in, up close and personal for the first time. He's about to kill, I think, the sun, uh, and mm-hmm. then it's determined that their big weakness is water. And right. um, the daughter throughout the movie keeps saying the water tastes funny and leaves half-empty glasses of water around the house. So someone comes around with a baseball bat and just hits water at the aliens, and that's what defeats him. Hits water at the aliens, like like slaps the like glasses, hitting glasses with a baseball bat, in order to spray fuck? water at the alien for it to like basically acid burn away. 
Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I didn't finish the movie. I was too scared. You know, it's fucking <laughs> yeah, like four. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All that's right, pretty lads. that's pretty bad. Let's wrap it up yeah. here. Just yeah, like we're our, coming up on an hour. <laughs> just, just like all these movies that fall flat, this podcast too should end on a bad note. So let's go ahead and wrap it up. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, uh, you want to you want to close us out, Ryan? You started us. Sure Might thing. As well. Ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of. Oh our fuck movie. this guy again! <laughs> I hate this. Jesus Christ! I'm kidding. The <laughs> man who won't stop shitting his pants. <laughs> yep. This is, I got to drop it like it's hot again, ladies and gentlemen. Oh god! Um, <laughs> He's right. dropping something hot. Oh yes, I am. <laughs> all right, so let's do some housekeeping, ladies and gentlemen. This has been another phenomenal episode of a Technicolor train wreck. Um, to the lady who owns the rights to Gone in 60 Seconds, please don't sue us. Please leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm sorry. It was just a prank, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I hope you enjoyed it. We're going to stop the train here and move on to our next station. Be sure to leave us questions on the Reddit so we can answer those for you guys. Absolutely. Yes, of course. And you can find that at reddit.com slash r slash Technicolor Trainwreck, all one word, capital T, capital T. There, that one's better than the last one I tried. So, you know. <laughs> all right. An effort anyway, was made. And, uh, it was. With our conductors today, we've had Trevin. Where can they find you at? You can find me on either Integral Media's Discord, which will be found in the description below, and then my all my own personal channel, twitch.tv slash Tythis, T-Y-T-H-I-S. And Matt, where can they find you? Well, you know, you can always find me, as usual, in the trash. I'm never going to let it go, but you can find me on Twitch as well. Again, guys, I am on hiatus, but that does not mean that the content will stop. You can find me anywhere on the internet, usually under the uh, pseudonym of Fishboy, but you can find me, for all intents and purposes, on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash F-I-S-H-B-O-I streams, one word, simple as that. Wonderful. And you can find me, Ryan, at twitch.tv slash I am the underscore narrator, all lowercase, or on the Integral server, as we mentioned. We are a part of Integral Media. Uh, and yeah, I think this is a great place for everyone to disembark and let the train depart to its next destination. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Or you can do a punk rock style and just jump off at 90 miles an hour. Hey, man, dude, whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> Fucking yeet. <laughs> See you guys on the next car, baby. 